Glory to God forever and ever. <clears throat> Amen. Jesus Christ is alive. He's the Lord God Almighty. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. He's the, the great God, Jehovah, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I bless those listening. I believe with them You'll reveal Your glory to them. If they're not saved, that You'll save them. And thank You, Jesus, for everything, for giving us eternal life. And send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields in North and South Korea, in China, in the countries in that area of the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. We've had a lot of new listeners in the last 48 hours, in the last 30 days. And so there's great news. At the end of this brief message, I do want to pray for people by specific location. <clears throat> I want to continue about heaven, angels, and hell. And... This is going to air on Saturday, September 3rd in the U.S. And coming up this week, I, I, I think I want to continue about these heaven and angels, specifically such glorious subjects. Also, uh, about the fire of God. Amen. Which is His glory. First though, The answer, the key, is the presence of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is, is God. He is Jesus Christ, unlimited. And finding... Really, it's finding God, because Jesus Christ is God. The Holy Spirit is God. When someone finds Him, they find the treasure. He's glorious beyond beyond words, beyond description. Heaven is filled with the presence of Jesus. The angels are glorious and awesome for many reasons, but the main one is they're made from God's glory and they carry God's presence and divine power with them like the, the 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 glory of God flows and emanates from them it's it's truly fascinating and but the but again I want I still go back to when someone every person has the opportunity to go directly to Jesus Christ to God And has the opportunity to experience Him, to fellowship with Him every day. And when someone finds Him, everything else is just canceled and disappears. Even their old nature. And, and they won't even think about angels because Jesus is greater than all the angels combined. 
So that, that's one reason I haven't spoken in the last year or so. I haven't spoken about angels much. I've done some message, you know, a few messages recently. But it's all because to with, you know, the, the goal is to focus on Jesus Christ and His presence and glory. And, and that every person can experience that. We, we should never seek an angel. We should never seek anything but Him. And He offers, He is everything that someone dreams of, even if people don't realize that. Those who make it to heaven will fellowship with Jesus Christ for eternity. And, and even if they don't know that that will happen. Every human has a choice between God and self. And those who go directly to God and choose Him, choose Jesus Christ, if they just stay with Him, they'll never die. When they leave the earth, they'll spend eternity in glory in fellowship with God Almighty, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Amen, Amen. And heaven is this glorious planet that's just, just massive with billions of saints and billions upon billions of angels. Billions. I mean, that. there's no doubt. Now, the Bible, I don't think it specifically says there's billions, but it says that it, they're innumerable angels. You know, 10,000 times 10,000. Um, and actually, we do have proof that there's at least a billion angels. You know why? Because when Jesus said, um, don't offend a child because um, don't offend one of these, this is a paraphrase. It, it, basically, Jesus said every child, and, and He's referring to children that are under the age of five, um, their angels always see the face of Jesus' Father. Today, there's approximately 600 million children age five and under. And so, that means there's at least 1.2 billion angels in heaven who always, let's, let's remember that, always see the face of Jesus' Father. Always. Like they don't leave, apparently they don't leave heaven. They don't go away. They, they don't do anything. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's a, just that one statement is an incredible revelation. That means there's at least 1.2 billion angels doing that. It could be 10 billion because it's plural. It could be 100 billion. You know, that's what I want to emphasize. Let's expand our view of all these subjects. The modern revelations of angels have confirmed what's in the Bible and expanded upon them and are truly glorious. And I, I just briefly want to give a uh, kind of over a brief some brief things about these modern revelations. There's three people I'm thinking of who have had encounters, specific encounters with angels. Um, Roland Buck, a pastor. He was a pastor. He's now in heaven. 
Mary Baxter, who's, as far as I know, is still on the earth in ministry, who's written numerous books, and then another great man of God who's still on the earth and, and is in ministry. They have encountered angels. And their stories are all very similar. Which again, that's just a confirmation that these are true stories. I'm going to read some things that Roland Buck wrote in, in one of his books. But briefly, Mary Baxter has been to heaven. She's been to hell. In heaven, she saw angels um, serving God and praising Him while they were serving God. They were always engaged in, in, in very um, in, important tasks and, and were very industrious and, and everything that they did was done pr- properly and in order and with a high degree of excellence and for example they are recording things that saints are doing in the record rooms of heaven and the angels at times would would when she had her experience in heaven would say come and see the glory of your god and would take her to certain places in heaven such as the record rooms and there was one angel in charge of every record room. It, um, they didn't reveal how many of these rooms there are, but there are apparently a lot of them. Uh, of course, but they're keeping records. Angels would come from the earth. They would go to the earth and be, um, see what's going, what's happening with saints and people who are getting saved and would come back go back to heaven and they, these would be recorded. I mean, that's, it's, it's truly amazing. This other man of God, um, he, I've, I've heard his testimony. He talks about um, angels fought for him in his bedroom, including Michael, the archangel Michael. And then at, at one time, he looked out of his window and saw many many angels in his driveway so I don't know how many it was more than just a few Um, he said they were different looked like different ages and different heights some were tall some were looked like he said some looked like children Um, now here's this is from Roland Buck's book Angels on Assignment, page 44. I'm just going to read some highlights. I'm not going to read everything. I don't have time to, but the overview is this was a pastor in the United States, and angels came to his house and visited him, including Gabriel, believe it or not, the archangels Gabriel and Michael at various in various visits, and other angels as well. At one point, he looked out, and saw, he said, as many as a hundred angels outside of his home. And the, the overview is that, that there had been, the enemy was looking to attack, you know, in his area. And, uh, you know, and so these angels, one of the reasons they visited was to, you know, stop this attack and to, to uh, defeat the enemy's plan. But, the angel spoke to him and gave him many wonderful truths and revelations. 
and spoke to him about things in the Bible. They told him about God's love and about the sacrifice of Jesus and many wonderful things. Some of these, what I'm going to read are descriptions of these angels. And again, okay, this is page 44. And again, I'm just going to read. These are highlights. I'm not... I, I, these angels, this is a quote, these angels spoke in a heavenly language and were constantly picking up messages from the Spirit. Often when they would pick up reports, they would become extremely happy. Obviously, these were reports of great victories that they were celebrating. Um, Gabriel went to the door and reached for the knob. He said he had to leave because of an urgent call of the Spirit. But he said, I have asked Creone to stay here with you during this time while I am gone. I'll be back shortly. It was so strange because while I was looking at him, he just vanished into thin air. Okay, there's an example of how apparently... This is... Um, Unquote. Okay, that's an example, I think, of how angels can travel likely at the speed of light. Okay, this is going back. This is page 45. Quote, everyone seems to be interested in knowing something about the physical appearance of angels. No two of them look alike. They are different sizes, have completely different appearances. Um, Creone looks about 25 years old. I don't know what he would weigh but my guess would be close to 400 pounds. He is seven feet or more in height, often wears a brown pullover shirt, and is casually but neatly dressed in loose-fitting brown trousers. Gabriel often appears in a shimmering white tunic with a radiant gold belt about five inches wide. White trousers, and, and uh, his hair is the color of gold. The reason for the blue glow I had seen earlier was that their entire clothing was radiant with an iridescent glow. Their skin also had a glow, and those eyes, I would recognize them anywhere. They were like balls of fire. But there was such warm compassion, you could actually feel it in their gaze. It seemed as though it, they looked right through me. There is something about being in the presence of God that creates a glow or shine. He writes here that, that Creone had... Cre, okay, this is quote. Creone said God had given him permission to answer questions which I might have. Um, skipping down. He looked very... Uh, let's see. He answered with the deepest, richest, richest voice I have ever heard. Those appearances mentioned in the Bible were just the times when the Lord opened the eyes of people so they could see us. Because there are always people around for us to take care of. We are busy all the time. All is capitalized. Angels are beings of eternity. Time means nothing to them. Age means nothing to them. And then Gabriel says at one point, he said, you can never comprehend the depth of God's love because it, because it is too great. Now, I want to emphasize one thing before I wrap up. Angels are for, are for us today. We know there's stories in the Bible about angels. There's these uh, stories that people have, you know, encounters that people have had. 
when we speak the Word of God, angels likely are, are acting on our behalf. They are listening to what we say. Jesus said, He who confesses Me before men, I will confess Him before the, holy, before the angels. And in another version, He said, before My Father. So these are things that can apply to us today. This is not something that we can just... I mean, we can experience these things. We don't, it's, we don't just have to read about them or... Amen. I mean, and, and the greatest thing is we can go directly to Jesus Christ to the Holy Spirit and experience Him. Amen. Lord, I bless the listeners and, the, and all the listeners of this podcast, but specifically in the last two days in Plovdiv, Bulgaria, Madrid, Spain, Tijuana, Mexico, Muscat, Oman, Glasgow in the UK, Guatemala City, Guatemala, Toronto, Canada, Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire, in, in uh, Europe, in Dublin, Ireland, as I said, the UK, in Frankfurt, Germany, Spain, in the U.S., in Canada, in Belleville, Canada, Toronto, in the U.S., in Florida, Tennessee, Virginia, New York, in Michigan, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, in Illinois, in Chicago, Elmhurst, and Edwardsville, Illinois, in Texas, in Dallas, in Richardson, Texas, and in all three states on the West Coast, in California, in Los Angeles, in Hayward, in Oregon, and also in Washington, in Seattle. And and I do want I want to try to do at least one message or a series on the fire of God. Just a brief, brief overview. When we read in, in the Old Testament, especially, but but also in the New Testament about the fire of God, you know, Moses at the burning bush, Elijah going to heaven in chariots of fire. There were also horses of fire there. In the very first introduction of cherubim in the Bible, um, cherubim are not mentioned a lot in the Bible, but in Genesis, God sent cherubim to protect the tree of life and a flaming sword. Seraphim in Isaiah are mentioned, I think, only once in the Bible, in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. And seraphim in Hebrew literally means fiery or burning. And then in Revelation, it says the seven, there are seven flames before the throne of God, which are the seven spirits of God. This fire is His glory. And it's, that's an eternal revelation. Um, more on that coming up in, 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 in the coming days and weeks. But at the, thank you very much for listening. Please visit wonderreality.org. We're very grateful for your partnership and, and for those following this podcast. Blessings.